you know, thousands of, of, of Muslim Americans were rounded up after 9-11 and falsely imprisoned. And now it's, we see it so much in, in our, in, in our mainstream media and everything. And we just have to remember diversity is a beautiful thing and we can all get along even though we have different ideas. I think that's, I think that's where we're going here. Number four, social systems of racist supremacy, cultural domination, and religious hierarchy. All right. Number five or six, as a root cause of war, according to the Women's International League of Peace and Freedom, patriarchy, the subordination of women by men in state, community, and family perpetuated by the social shaping of men and women into contrasted, unequal, and limiting gender identities, favoring violent masculinities and compliant femininities. We understand these as intersected and mutually reinforcing systems of power, all founded on violence and together productive of war. We undertake with urgency the strive to strive creatively to bring about before another hundred years have passed total worldwide disarmament economic systems that will deliver well-being to every human being and other life forms on this precious planet multilateral organizations capable of mediating between states and guaranteeing international law democratic governance from local to global level Social systems that accord no privilege to people or peoples of a given physical type, culture, or religion. And the end of male supremacy. Radical change in the way we live gender and the fulfillment of women's rights and human rights. Violence is not inevitable. It's a choice. Let me read that again. Violence is not inevitable. It is a choice. We choose nonviolence as means and as end. We will liberate the strength of women and in partnership with like-minded men, bring to birth a just and harmonious world. We will implement peace, which we believe to be a human right. We will implement peace, which we believe to be a human right. And that is the beginning of Wilp's 2015 100-year anniversary manifesto. He manifesto. What manifesto?
and you are listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val. And you've been listening to an episode of Women's Magazine from April 24th of 2015. So I want to thank Pam Tastic for getting that podcast on. And uh, But today I'm actually here live. It is April 29th, 2016. So happy Friday, everybody. Recording live here from mutinyradio.fm here in the Mission District of San Francisco, right there on the corner of 21st and Florida. It's a community resource for independent voices, local musicians, poets, activists, and all sorts of cool folks and artists. We've got some new art up in our gallery space right now, kind of a patchwork quilt work of uh, various characters and, uh, and messages. So Mutiny Radio is an evolving organism, and we're here in the community doing this for you and your voice uh, to be heard. And also so that if even if you, uh, you know, maybe you're just looking for something alternative to mainstream media, well, you have stumbled upon the right station. Mutiny Radio prides itself in putting out unique voices and supporting the freedom of speech. And being that it is National Poetry Month, April, we got to celebrate the poetic practice of free speech in the First Amendment last night, right in the halls of government at San Francisco City Hall. It was the 11th annual Poems Under the Dome, where we have the, we, we lovingly refer to it as the mother of all open mics, but it also has a featuring essentially um, community representative poets from around the city. So the organizers go around to different open mics in advance and uh, do free lottery name draws uh, to try to guarantee someone from each of those reading series to be represented at City Hall. And then we also have a big lucky green hat that you can put your own name in the back and uh, for a spot to read. And it was a really beautiful night last night at City Hall. I would say the majority of the chairs were filled, but uh, definitely the room was filled and, and there was a lot of great energy in there. And, you know, as I walked in today here to Mutiny Radio to hear that podcast playing from last year, uh, reading about the, the WILP manifesto, <laughs> the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, W-I-L-P-F, which is hard to say, WILP. Um, listen, listening to that broadcast from last year, it just reminded me that, wow, so many of these issues are still relevant today. Um, I know it was just a year ago, but you'd think that we could, you know, be maybe moving in a, in, in a you know, faster pace past, past some of these problems, but, you know, a few months go by in a flash. So not, we're still dealing with an, an, a nationwide issue about police brutality um, police killings right now in the mission district on 17th, uh, and Valencia where the mission police station is. We've had a group of residents here, San Franciscans who have been staging a hunger strike in front of the police station to try to get them to uh, acknowledge that the police have been killing predominantly people of brown and black skin and uh, in, you know, young, young people. And in, in many cases in situations where it seemed that the person who was shot and killed by police posed little to no threat 
to anyone. Um, and so those hunger strikers are actually calling for the mayor, Ed Lee, to either step down himself or to fire the current police chief, Chief uh, Greg Sewer. And yeah, a hunger strike. I mean, hunger strikes are something that you that you hear about, like happening inside prisons, you know, where people can't get out. So they're subject to all these rules and 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 uh, conditions. Um, but these are actual just citizens who live here in San Francisco and are fed up and and just highly, highly concerned about the state of affairs here in San Francisco in terms of the police and their relationship with the public. Um, now, I don't have the latest update. I know that they were, as of yesterday, they had been there for seven days. And then um, I only got a brief moment to check in yesterday, and it looked like the police had started to erect barriers outside to try to drive them off. I'm not sure what the update is right now, but um, this is making you know national, international news. I know that the Huffington Post did an article about it. Um, and of course, all our local local media outlets as well. But um, this is a, a significant, you know, attention getter because if you look across the nation, I mean, we just see it time and again of of young people, not of light colored skin, getting killed by police in situations where, you know posing little to no threat. Um, so I think what we're looking at here is about a shift of culture, um, shift of police culture. You know, this sh whole idea of shoot to kill is really out of control. I remember I, I grew up here in San Francisco and uh, not that old. I'm pretty, pretty young, actually. Uh, I grew up here in the 80s, born in the early 80s. And anyhow, I remember having police officers visit my classes for various reasons. They would do outreach, like, you know, they'd tell us about, you know, don't do drugs and um, tell us about the dangers of strangers. And, you know, they were actually doing like community outreach service, uh, trying to keep kids safe. And I'm sure that they still do those kinds of things. Um, but one of the things that I remember, and it, it was coming from the police officers themselves and also community members and my, fa my parents and teachers and all the, all the adults said, when the police stop you, if they police stop someone, they are not supposed to touch their weapons unless there is clear and present danger, basically. You know, if someone's coming at them and even in that situation, they're not going to shoot to kill. You know, they want it. They want to disarm the person. They want to, you know, tamper the threat. And, and that was the policy. And, you know, so so we've gone a very far. We've gone way far beyond that, where every so many people that I talk to when they've had interactions with the police often the police ha have their hand right there on their weapons or people have had interactions with police and, and these are nonviolent people. These are people who are just, you know, stopped for something or, you know, in, in a place where the p police had, had, had arrived and actually had the police, you know, like actually, you know, wielding their weapons in these non-violent, non-conflictual situations. So the, the whole culture uh, and, and policy of authority, um, for, for what we refer to uh, these days now tongue-in-cheek as peace officers, you know, who we would like to support. 
We would like to have the peace officers and the good people in our community who want to serve this city and to serve the communities across the country and protect citizens. You know, I think we like that. Um, but obviously it's gotten um, quite out of control. So it just made me think about that with the, the Wilp manifesto uh, about, you know, police violence and, and also the environment. The environment. Uh, this last weekend, I had the the honor of being the MC for the Cesar Chavez Day Parade Festival and also the Earth Day Festival, both uh, here in the Mission District. And uh, I had the real honor of introducing uh, the speakers who had been put together by Monica Lopez, um, who's been working a lot about for labeled GMOs. We had really amazing people come out. Uh, the, the theme of the day was sowing the seeds of change. Um, so we had, we had Penny Opal Plant and Osprey Oriole Lake. Um, these are two women who are uh, dedicated to um, the rights of environment and indigenous peoples and, and women. And actually, uh, Osprey is going to be calling into Women's Magazine next Friday, which is May 6th. Um, but they have an event that's coming up tomorrow, and it is the Bay Area Rights of Nature Tribunal. What would the Delta say? So and um, they're working to recognize the rights of nature in our laws, focusing on the draining of Delta waterways, Delta species extinctions, and the proposed Delta tunnels. It'll be featuring tribunal judges, including Joanna Macy, Gary Mc, uh, Mulcahy, Shannon Biggs, and Tim Strochane. So that is tomorrow, Saturday, April 30th, from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., with a discussion to follow at the Nick Rodriguez Community Center Theater. That is at 213 F Street in Antioch. Again, that's uh, the Nick Rodriguez Community Center Theater in Antioch. Um, and I've got their, the, the flyer here um, to explain it a little bit more. It says, our laws fail to respect nature's rights to exist, to thrive and evolve. Treating nature as merely resources harms people and the environment. The Bay Area Rights of Nature Tribunal is the first local tribunal modeled after the highly successful International Tribunal on the Rights of Nature, coinciding with the Paris Climate Talks. The tribunal will address violations of nature's rights and human rights caused by Delta water grabs. Join us in creating a new relationship with the Delta and the Earth. Admission is free, but you should RSVP. Uh, it actually RSVP is required. Um, so you can register at therightsofnature.org slash what would the Delta say. Uh, what would the Delta say is divided by hyphen through each word. Um, they're also on Facebook, the Bay Area Rights of Nature Alliance. And if you want to get more details, you can contact, there's a couple people there you can contact, Lindy, uh, Linda Sheehan, that's lsheehan at earthlaw.org, or Shannon Biggs, that's shannon at movementrights.org. Um, so yeah, get out there and be part of this Bay Area Rights of Nature Tribunal. Um, there'll be a discussion, uh, collaboration on and solu discussing solutions and next steps and have insights from Bay Area ecological justice, human rights, local economy, indigenous women's and other groups. And that's presented again by the Bay Area Rights of Nature Alliance. 
bringing people together to advance nature's rights in the San Francisco Bay and Delta area. So here we are a year after the 100th anniversary of the Women's International League of Peace and Freedoms uh, re-released manifesto. And we see that people are indeed working towards some of these goals in order to form a more peaceful, healthy, and thereby happy world. Thanks for listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val. I'm really happy to be here. I'm very grateful to be part of this uh, worldwide community. And so let me play a little music for you. It is National Poetry Month. Here's a little John Trudell, and it's called Poetic Motion. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Every way, every day turns. Some say our fates are sealed. Anyway, the candle burns. The harvest is the yield. She isn't Barbie, but she's had her chance at last. She isn't hard. She knows different some streets make. She isn't easy, but she's taken long search looking for love. She isn't young, but she's not as old as she feels at times. She isn't old, but she never really got over being young. She isn't running, but she's seen the rough in world too tough.
You are listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val here on MutinyRadio.fm. And I also want to let you know that we've come into the 21st century. I know it's 2016. I know, I know. But, um, you know, Mutiny Radio, we're a community station. So, you know, we've got a bunch of DJs here where we pay our dues and we piece things together and make sure that we all our equipment works and we've got the lights on and the doors can stay open. Pretty basic stuff. We're not here making any money off of our broadcasting, believe me. But, um, you know, and we produce, of course, a lot, almost everything here is original or it's local music and, and we get the blessing of, of those who, who contribute their music to the show and their work to the shows. Um, and so... What's exciting in the 21st century part is that you can now listen to Women's Magazine and the Common Thread Collective, which comes up next with me and Diamond Dave and all our friends. You can now access that on Stitcher. Whatever, you know, I mean, if, if you're a Stitcher person, if you've got that app and you actually listen to other podcasts, you're awesome for listening to podcasts. And thank you for going through the mutinyradio.fm website, which of course also shows up at, as pcrcollective.org. Um, but now it can be super automatic. Uh, you can just go straight through in Stitcher. You can look up Women's Magazine. With Global Val and the Common Thread Collective, and uh, you can subscribe, I believe, and listen whenever you want. So if that's a, a better feature for you and your friends, please go listen to us through there. Uh, we'd love we'd love to expand um, the access to this show. And uh, I want to take the next couple minutes and tell you about some events that are coming up. Um, Speaking of speaking of uh, looking at the environment and how we can save ourselves and the planet and all life on planet Earth. So on May 2nd um, in Hayward, right there in the East Bay, it's going to be a fracking showdown at the Planning Commission. So on Monday, May 2nd at 545 to 8 p.m. at 224 West Winton Avenue in Hayward, California. Um, they're going to the planning commission, um, and, uh, to try to get, to try to ban fracking. So here's, here's what they're doing here. This is from a uh, food and water watch. It says, guess what? Oil industry. The game is up. The showdown is on. We've been pushing to ban fracking and other extreme oil extraction methods in Alameda County for years at every turn. The oil industry has thrown up roadblocks, but the people of Alameda County have a message. We're tired of waiting. We demand the strongest ban on fracking and extreme extraction possible. It's the only thing that will protect our water, our families, and our health, and we won't be silent. Uh, Join the Food and Water Watch uh, for the most critical hearing of the campaign yet, a showdown at the Planning Commission. Um, So... You should definitely check out foodandwaterwatch.org. And it's all right there on their calendar. Actually, one of the speakers last week at Earth Day was the Northern California organizer for Food and Water Watch, uh, Ella Tivan. And she was very, very positive and, and, and ebullient. And she had a lot of great information to share um, about what Food and Water Watch is trying to do. And did you know, this is something I learned from Earth Day. Did you know? 
that. The water, so fracking, right? Fracking like shoots millions of gallons of water and and poisonous chemicals deep, deep, deep into the earth, into these shale beds to try to release the last remaining fossil fuels, uh, oils and gases. Um, but then they have all these, you know, for to to try to maintain levels of uh, oil and gas uh, in the in the economy that we live in and we drive our cars on mostly. So, I mean, we, 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 we throw around the word toxic chemicals, but these are just highly poisonous chemicals, um, benzene and other things, um, that get mixed into this water shot deep into the earth, um, you know, through the water table, all sorts of things. Um, but then there's all this water that, that is left over this, uh, this, this water that's, that's been used to frack. And so it's this really poisonous, highly toxic, terrible water that some of the farms in, in California are using to irrigate our crops. Namely, you know those little halo clementines that you see at the store all over with those cute little stickers of faces of little little you know little oranges you know ding got their halo up there or they're you know they've got a snow hat on and they're going through the snow and it says cool you know it's got a great uh, appealing little cuteness to their to their product um and actually i read a box uh, of 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 it read the the box that they came in and it, and it says it's non-GMO. So you're like, Hey, it's non-GMO. It's kind of cheap. It's right here at my store. But according to food and water watch, the people who grow halos are using fracking water to irrigate the crops. That's just one thing I learned at earth day last week. So if you don't want to be eating food that is using poisonous chemical laced water uh, to irrigate it, you might want to contact these companies who are actually purchasing this fracked water, uh, fr fracking water uh, to irrigate their crops. And you might want to check out what foodandwaterwatch.org are looking into. Um, so if you're interested in trying to ban fracking in Alameda County, you can go out Monday night, May 2nd, 545 to 8 p.m. to the Planning Commission meeting. Again, that's at 224 West Winton Avenue in Hayward, California. Sorry, I had to let you know. Uh, sometimes the truth is ugly, but uh, we need to know these things and, and we can't turn our back and ignore it. And so I want to thank everybody who came out to Earth Day and Cesar Chavez Day last week um, to to share what is possible. And we know that there has been a huge uh, victory against fracking in New York State. And so if New York can do it, folks, so can California. Trying to isolate us in a dimension called loneliness. Greed, a parent. Insecurity, the happiness companion. Genocide conceived in sophistication. Technologic material civilization, a rationalization, replacing a way to live. Trying to isolate us in a dimension called loneliness. To God, we hope you don't mind, but we would like to talk to you. There are some things we need to straighten out. 
statements about these Christians. They claim to be from your nation. But man, you should see the things they do all the time, blaming it on you. Manifest destiny, genocide, maximized profit, sterilization, raping the earth, lying, taking more than they need in all the forms of the greed. We ask them why. They say it's God's will. Damn God, they make it so hard. Remember Jesus? Would you send him back to them? Tell them not to kill him. Rather they should listen. Stop abusing his name and yours. We do not mean to be disrespectful, but you know how it is. Our people have their own ways. We never even heard of you until not long ago. Your representative spoke magnificent things of you, which we were willing to believe. But from the way they acted, we know you and we were being deceived. We do not mean you or your Christian children any bad, but you all came to take all we had. We have not seen you, but we have heard so much. It is time for you to decide what life is worth. We already remember, but maybe you forgot. Look at us. Look at us, we are of earth and water. Look at them, it is the same. Look at us, we are suffering all these years. Look at them, they are connected. Look at us, we are in pain. Look at them, surprised at our anger. Look at us, we are struggling to survive. Look at them, expecting sorrow be benign. Look at us, we are the ones called pagan. Look at them, on their arrival. Look at us, we are called subversive. Look at them, descending from name callers. Look at us, we wept sadly in the long dark. Look at them, hiding in technologic light. Look at us, we buried the generations. Look at them, inventing the body count. Look at us, we are older than America. Look at them, chasing a fountain of youth. Look at us, we are embracing Earth. Look at them, clutching today. Look at us, we are living in the generations. Look at them, existing in jobs and debt. Look at us, we have escaped many times. Look at them, they cannot remember. Look at us, we are healing. Look at them, their medicine is patented. Look at us, we are trying. Look at them, what are they doing? Look at us, we are children of Earth. Look at them, who are they? listening to mutinyradio.fm again that was a little poetry and music from John Trudell uh, who just passed over to the other plane a few months a couple months ago actually um, he speaks for himself this is free speech radio um, but one thing I wanted to highlight being this, this is women's magazine um, I got a I got a notice today from the NARAL uh, pro-choice um, campaign. Um, and there's a petition out there right now to tell Congress to repeal the anti-choice gag rule on AmeriCorps. Um, so AmeriCorps is, is a volunteer organization, um, that engages in various, uh, jobs like teaching and, and community resources, um, uh, across the country. And, and it's kind of a cool program because if you're an AmeriCorps volunteer, you get a stipend, but then once you finish your AmeriCorps service, you get a reduction of your student loans. Um, so it's nice. It's, it's kind of a cool transition out of college, uh, into a career path per, per chance, or at least to gain some experience. And you're also, you know, you're also serving communities across the country. So AmeriCorps, 
Um, so um, l let me read to you a little bit about this uh, petition that that, that NARAL Pro-Choice has, has been uh, is talking about. So AmeriCorps volunteers work to strengthen communities that need it most. And the health centers they staffed often serve low-income people and people of color. But if a woman goes to one of these centers seeking abortion care, AmeriCorps volunteers are prevented by law from helping her by providing full information about reproductive health care options. Um, so there is this, this gag order on AmeriCorps to not help women access legal abortions um they're essentially if, if somebody comes to them and are asking about you know uh these these reproductive health you know problems or options um by law americorps volunteers have this gag order and they're supposed to kind of play dumb and and not help them if they want to obtain an abortion. So this is this is by law here in 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 this country. So um, Sonero pro-choice has a petition right now to tell Congress to repeal the gag rule that prevents AmeriCorps volunteers from referring women for abortion care. Um, so definitely check it check that out. Um, I posted on my Facebook page. Narel is N A R A L pro-choice America, um, and they're they're you know. They're just looking out to protect this, you know, this right to, uh, to abortion, which is a right for women to choose what to do with their bodies and, uh, and their lives. And, um, it's been legal since Roe versus Wade, but we could, we've seen that even since then, um, there's a huge push of, you know, moral high ground um that are against abortion and you know I, it doesn't really matter to me whether or not you believe in abortion you know or not or how you feel about it i'm sure you know there's not always just a black and white um there's a lot of gray area uh of course when we think about women who or girls you know who are who are raped and become pregnant um you know thinking about areas of this country where abortion has been highly limited. Um, maybe, maybe all the clinics in your state have been closed. And so maybe you're a 16 year old trying to get across two states to try to get an abortion or, you know, stay home and, and have your, um, the, the baby that you, uh, got impregnated with because you were raped. Um, maybe it was somebody, you know, Maybe with somebody you don't know. Most likely it was somebody you know, um, statistically speaking. Um, and of course, you know, pregnancy is, is highly risky. Um, you know, health-wise, a lot, a lot of things can happen to the woman. Um, and often it's, it comes down to a choice between the woman's life and the unborn child's life. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in this country who say it doesn't matter about the woman. Um, we're pro-life. We want, you know, we want to support this unborn child. But my question is, if you're pro-life, are you willing to let a woman die? Just a question. Enchanting today with your magic. Tomorrow can't help but to be good. You brought the world back to me when I thought I wanted to drift away. You're my heart take, taking me to joy gentling me during a life storm, lifting me between the clouds and the sky, bringing me in view of the sun. 
first time your eyes caressed mine. To say it was like magic is to tame the gentle passion and moments shared in the seeing of a glance. You took my hand and opened my heart to the beauty of what I did not see. I tried to understand why and how these things happened, but you explained so much with your laughing eyes to make me not waste my time worrying or wondering is this meant to be. The first time your eyes caressed mine, the wind sang their songs. The sunshine shivered with joy, warming the life within me. Tender love and sheltered moments, blowing my mind from the beginning. I was drifting through, trying, trying to live a life. Good things happening suddenly. When the days were dark, you brought the sunlight nights, touching me in your being. Tender love and shelter moments. You were fame, you were fortune, you were peace, you were vision. Things I thought I wanted and things I really needed, blowing my mind from the beginning. Your kiss melted the night. Beauty burned in forever fires. Heartbreak, heart beating wild, flaming love, sparks and stars showering the world. Tomorrow is today is yesterday. In your kiss, time didn't have a chance. Tender love and sheltered moments. Sparks of love flying all over the earth. That's what we'd like to see here. That's what I'd like to see. You're listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val. Thanks for listening. Uh, another event that's coming up, I want to make the announcement about uh, San Francisco event. Um, on May Thursday, May 5th, there's going to be a city hall hearing. Um, and it's going to be talking about... Um, Supervisor David Campos, who has proposed legislation to create more navigation centers in San Francisco. And the navigation centers are for the homeless. We have a huge homeless crisis right now in San Francisco and a housing crisis in general. Um, Last count, um, as of a couple months ago, a report came out that there were 7,000 homeless people in San Francisco. And um, these big, you know, kind of homeless camps popped up on Division Street and down on Bayshore. Um, it was wild. They were just like streets, streets, just like filled and lined with tents. Um, and of course, the cost of living here in San Francisco is exorbitant. So a lot of these people who are homeless on the streets of San Francisco are former residents of San Francisco with an address who can no longer afford to live in their apartments because there's such a huge rent hike. Um, and, uh, you know... Well, the culture of greed. Hey, um, let's just say it out there. So um, if you are available to go chime in uh, at the um, at this meeting, the city hall hearing, again, it's going to be Thursday, May 5th. It starts at 930 a.m. This is going to be the second item on the agenda. And uh, it's at city hall in room 263, room 263, Thursday, May 5th, starting at 930 a.m. Um, so uh, to discuss the the solutions what are some of the solutions to uh these street encampments um you know i want you to just imagine that uh you've been kicked out and yet you still have a job in your town but you can't afford the rent anymore um but you have uh you have your your job here your friends here your doctors here uh your friends uh nearby or or not maybe they're far away um and then you're forced to choose between trying to leave town without a job um, or live in town, maybe in your car if you have one, or join the 
many, many people who are living on the streets and have limited or no access to uh, bathroom facilities, showers, um, you know, your mail, um, correspondence. Uh, it's a very serious situation and a lot of people here are in San Francisco are, are trying to work towards solutions. Um, there's a San, St. Francis Homelessness Challenge uh, group um, that was formed by Amy Weiss and, um, and and they've been doing a lot. So I just want to let you guys know that you can go out there to the, to the Government Audit and Oversight Committee meeting um, to, uh, to, to uh, hear about and discuss Supervisor Campus's Navigation Center legislation, which would require the city to build more navigation centers and to address street homelessness. And so it's going to be heard and voted on at that committee meeting. So I'm going to end the show today. It is National Poetry Month, but I like to end the show with poetry anyway. And this is about a homeless man that I have uh, recently had some interactions with. TJ's sign says that he's dying, and I believe him. Over four months, he's gotten more gray and gaunt, and today his sign asked for someone to give him a chance, and that Friday might be his last. I find that he's crying, so I give up my green light right of way and stay to say hello, ask him where he has to go. Golden Gate Park, he says. Are there good people or bad people there these days? Depends on where you go. Ask him if he's got a friend. There's one. I tell him, I don't know what I can do for him, but I promise to keep checking in. Tell him not to stay in the shadow too long. Move into the sun and be warm. I touch his shoulder as I depart, so perhaps he'll feel the healing in his heart. I'm Global Val. Thanks for tuning in to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. Be sure to tune in to Women's Magazine on KPFA 94.1 FM on Mondays from 1 to 2 p.m. And uh, keep being good to each other. All right. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like trying to save the planet, that inspiration is contagious. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives they're smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com
The Marijuana Hits Radio Show is every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Mutiny Radio. And it's where art and marijuana politics meet. With DJ Relief that rides his Palomino mule from the farm in Humboldtino to the Mutiny Radio studio on 21st Street in Florida and San Francisco. And medical marijuana activist and organizer Debbie Goldsberry. Record-breaking amounts of guests include authors, activists, scientists, and artists who come and review local organic medical herb. And the goal of the show is to inform enthusiasts of Green Bud about quality technique and fun times. DJ Relief brings his records and his vaporizing handheld vaporizing record player and plays your musical requests before you even request them. While Debbie Goldsberry advises you to choose to remain silent when they come to detain you on the Marijuana Hits Radio Show at MutinyRadio.fm. Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. Mutiny Radio is now on SoundTap. For people looking for community and college radio shows around the world, SoundTap is a crowdsourced social networking platform unlike other mainstream applications. SoundTap provides listener-supported media, cultural exchange, and a commercial-free radio experience. SoundTap's mission is to bring the best listening experience possible and support the growth of the individual independent radio stations. Visit SoundTap.com for more info. Each week, the stranger staves off the evil and stale with the fresh and weird on the stranger in a strange land right here on Mutiny Radio. For the oddest topics, most multifarious tunes, and freshly lacquered commentary, check out The Stranger in a Strange Land, Saturdays, midnight to two, for interviews involving all your eclectic esoterica, write to the stranger at earthling.net. For general mutiny news coverage, send your aggregated articles, accomplishments, muckraking investigations, and fluffy public interest pieces to news at mutinyradio.fm. We're always looking for writers and contributions. And check out our progressive news links at mutinyradio.fm. So tune in to Stranger in a Strange Land, Saturdays, midnight to 2 a.m. Don't be a scab. Listen to Labor and Love on Mutiny Radio.fm every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon. You'll hear news and commentary about working people in the labor movement, past, present, and future. Plus music of resistance, protest, and passion. Interviews with people who are in the struggle for social justice. Can't listen live? Labor and Love is archived at MutinyRadio.fm. All of this is brought to you by The Bee, a.k.a. Bill Morgan, longtime Bay Area educator and labor activist. So tune in, and remember, never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Working in a coal Listen in to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. This weekly podcast open mic with a live audience features the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene. Once a month, the open mic becomes the Mutiny Radio Comedy Showcase, featuring and paying local comics with the take from the door. 
free wine is always provided for the audience for a donation of $10 that gets equally divided among comedians and the station because comics should be paid for their art. Hell, go buy a comic a drink just because... just because they're poor and funny. The most badass open mic for over a two and a half years. Pam wants you to come inside her clubhouse. Join the fun, be part of the mayhem, or just listen in to the aftermath every Friday from 8 to 11 p.m. until the wheels fall off on Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. The Marijuana Hits Radio Show is every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Mutiny Radio. There's lots of great shows for you guys to listen to on mutinyradio.fm, sponsored by altacalifornia.com. Please listen to all of our shows here and... But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Balkan Vulcan Show, every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. With live Greek, Balkan, and Middle Eastern music with an emphasis in theater, arts, and art education of the Bay Area. The show is in Greek, but some of the interviews are in English. And the Greek vintage vinyl that DJ Balkan Vulcan spins will turn your ears pointy. Tune in to the Balkan Vulcan Show, every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. on Mutiny Radio. FM. Oh man, do you miss a mutiny radio show from your favorite DJ? Did you find out about a guest interviewed on Mutiny Radio a day too late? Are you wishing that you had a time-traveling DeLorean to listen to those shows again? Don't you fret. Simply go to mutinyradio.fm to listen to our podcast. Yes, it's that easy. Click on the podcast button and find your favorite show. Heck, click a variety of podcasts for a sample of all of our great programming here at Mutiny Radio. And don't forget to listen to us live on iTunes Radio under the Eclectic section. That's MutinyRadio.fm.
advantage of. A red and green bandwagon to jump on. A sentimental shot in the arm for sales. 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 Well, I think the public has come to expect that. It's Christmas Eve in 2012 The skies opened up and a giant light fell Panic in the streets, not a silver bell Attack of the Santas, this ain't gonna end well Mechanical clones, on to the teeth Friendly on the outside, evil underneath I was playing solitaire, the computer was dealing When an alien Santa crashed to the ceiling All I want for Christmas is a sawed-off shotgun To blast this mechanical Santa who brought one He also brought a ray gun and named it right at me So I jumped out the window, landed on a taxi They take to the streets and crawl through the chimney Simply put, red and white public enemies Brainwash kids from here till infinity To ask they folks, what the fuck y'all giving me? Drink they come and buy some Nikes All in hopes that somebody likes me Always broke, shit's too expensive Got a couple of things, but less than my friends did Gift certificate, how am I gonna spend it? Fruitcake for grandma, how am I gonna send it? Need more money, y'all, who's gonna lend it? Christmas apocalypse, how am I gonna end it? One Santa killed my next door neighbor Then it took his wife and ate her One Santa opened up and three crawled out of him People dying around me I'm running down a road, can't believe what I'm seeing Look down at my sleeve and realize that I'm bleeding See a lady and a dog get ripped to shreds By bizarro Chris Kringle with multiple heads Multiple dead right on my front lawn Gotta make it through the night till the break of break of dawn, dawn, dawn. It's Christmas Eve 2012, a Santa attack, masterminded by elves, bloodbath in the streets, no jingle bells, this is not a silent night, and it ain't gonna end well. Couple days later, woke up in a broken elevator, trying to find an exit, ran down to the escalator. All I remember of that weekend in December was running for my life in the food court shopping center. Being a ragtag group of survivors, building bombs out of bras like a bunch of MacGyvers, finished off the last Santa that invaded the mall, then his head popped off. And let out a distress call The city started rumbling The walls started crumbling An angry voice in the shadows started rumbling I'm the Satan or super soldier mutant reindeer Come to finish off the job The Santa started when they came here Humans have been driving us All to our wits end Now say hello to my little Donner and Blitzen That's when two lasers shot out of his eye holes Horns transformed to a Glock and a rifle Three guys' heads exploded Another turned bluish yelling But I'm an atheist and my wife is Jewish a bunch of Christmas trees have ignited the Macy's The army arrived just in time to waste these Yuletide cyborg, mule-riding warlords Who vanished in a flash that came up through the floorboards Disappeared as quick as they came, no shame Like opening a gift filled with the world of pain Secret service rolls in like they own us all Screaming, nobody leaves if they quarantined them all I overhear a soldier say the whole thing was planned But a man to generate supply and demand In fact, you can bet your ass they'll be back Recruitment starts now for next winter's attack. Can we open our motherfucking presents now? Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. about
He owed some bills to a couple of sharks who were, were getting kind of itchy in their fingertips. And, uh, so they figured it was best to clear out for a while. And they had lots of friends who were so picky with boats that this little kind of habit was getting out of control. So they, so they packed up the Lincoln and they head for the coast. Now, Baby started smoking again on the way. And, Habit was starting to make them sweat. So they, so they stopped off in Vegas for a couple of days to, to scale us some cash and make a beautiful bet. Piggy made some calls, baby got sick. And, uh, baby turned to Piggy with a desperate plea. And she said, come on, honey, you know what we need. But the problem, you see, is they were broke as shit. So Piggy asked baby if she'd turn a few tricks. Well, she argued at first, then she finally agreed. And with a couple of shiners, she hit the street. Now, now, Piggy felt good, and Piggy felt mean. And Piggy was high on his self-esteem. So he pulled out his piece in front of a cop. But the cop said, Fuck you! And Piggy got popped.
Thank you.